0: Ellie.
1: Hi, Chris.
0: (laughs) Hi. Let's talk about being out of our bodies, because you just recounted a very interesting story that made me actually feel the way you probably felt when you were going through it. Go and recap, what happened?
1: So, we're doing a beautiful walk. Oh, right right now now we are, aren't we? We are, yeah. Context, helpful. Yeah, we're doing a beautiful walk on Bickerton Hill um, in Cheshire. And I was saying that I came here with a friend of mine a couple of weeks ago. And we came out for a walk and I didn't have a route. So I suggested we just walk for an hour and then walk back again and retrace our steps. But my friend didn't like the hills, so suggested we do a circular route. And it was about half past seven at night when we started. But the light went really quickly. Uh And we ended up in the woods, in the pitch black. It was the beginning of September when um, we had that mini heat wave in the UK. Hot. Super hot. Um, And I still had, I wear prescription sunglasses. So I had those on so that I could see, but without the lights, I couldn't see anything. So it made it even darker. And it was just, I didn't know where we were going. Didn't know how long it was going to take. And I went from being really jovial and having a laugh and a joke with my friend to so being really quite anxious and stressed. Oh. And, um, so I was that the beginning of a horror movie? <laughs> it was a bit. It was a little bit. Because at one point, my friend said, oh, just turn your torch. Because I had the torch light on my phone. Yeah. So just turn it off for a minute. And when he did, I couldn't even see. When I did, I couldn't even see him like half a meter ahead of me. Which was really quite freaky. At any
0: point, did you turn around and he wasn't there? Or did one of you say, look, you stay here, I'll go and find help? No. No, no, no. (laughs) wasn't happening. Oh, God.
1: Uh, I could just see his white trainers shining in front of me. That's all I could see. But there were big drops on the side and there were trees that had fallen in the way and you couldn't see any distance in front of you. Yeah. And I'd been saying how much um, I'm a bit funny with physical affection. Oh. I don't like I don't know, physical touch is a little bit strange for me sometimes. Mm. And at the end of the walk, I flung myself into his arms. (laughs) As a thank you for getting us out of the dark woods. Yeah, it was interesting to see the shift. I was really jovial and we were laughing and joking Mm. and taking the mickey out of each other. And then all of a sudden it just, it just, in my head took a turn. He was still (laughs) fine and he was still taking the mickey and I just couldn't. I couldn't think of anything other than how hot I was, how I couldn't see properly, that didn't know yeah. how we were going to get
0: home. It's when you would start talking about that, the feeling hot, the sensory deprivation, and I was start to feel, yeah, disorientated, and like and I was recounting like how much it freaks me out when I feel like I'm not in this, and I'm, I'm gesturing to my body now, all the flesh and blood that I've got here. Like, if I'm dizzy... Or not, like, I don't know, tired or whatever. And, or especially hot, yeah, and, and uncomfortable or achy in my skin or whatever. And it's just, I just felt panicked, like, because I wasn't, I feel dissociated and disembodied. Yes. Which really, really scares me. Then I feel like I'm just floating and it's just like, you know?
1: It was, yeah, I think the, the, thing, the thing with being hot and my hair was sticking to my neck and <laughs> and that was making me feel all like itchy yeah. and the fact that I had my sunglasses on and I couldn't if I took them off I couldn't see because I can't see without my glasses on very well but if I kept them on it made things really really dark and disorientating mm. so I felt really probably just out of control out of control and I didn't know where we were going yeah and I was reliant on him to show me yeah that
0: view, speaking of out of body. That is a beautiful view. We were just talking about, a moment ago about how rare it is to find a long expanse of landscape without human features in it. And the, just to the right, it is a bit more like that. What can we see? Farm, cattle, roads. Oh, that's very pleasant. Um, the expanse of the
1: Cheshire Plain.
0: The expanse of the Cheshire Plain. And right back to something you just said there about control. I think that's it. Where I, where I don't feel like I'm in control of my own body, that really, really, really scares me. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm coming down with a, a cold, like you said yesterday, where yeah. you feel like you, it, it hurts to wear clothes. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm kind of used to it now because I've been in, ill enough times, but, yeah, when something happens, like, I'm getting getting vertigo recently, like, imbalance. that's, like, a real scary feeling. It's like my body's doing something that I'm not in control of.
1: Yes. And it... Yeah, it probably makes me feel a little bit, I probably, a bit overwhelmed maybe, it then makes me spiral into all of these other things that I've yeah. had control of yeah. and I feel, that's why I'm not very good at being an ill person I yeah. think, <laughs> I'm not mm. great at being ill.
0: Yeah, I think the, the context here is this is making me think because, I mean this podcast is seems to be all about what it's like to express and relate through your body to the world and the way you kind of, yeah relate to life through your physical experience of your body, I think that's what this is all about and our little adventures in that, so this is why I thought this been be an interesting to talk, thing to talk about um, yeah, but spiralling, and then the next thing that happens is for me, is trying to then get control in other ways you know, outwardly, trying to yeah. manage whether it's other people or things in my life or tasks like just to do anything to and I'm wondering whether I'm looking to be grounded again because my body's failing me in some way
1: yeah I was thinking that actually that moving my body is often a way that I get control back be that a walk or getting into nature or yeah. yoga or yeah that's usually my go-to some movements um, which makes it really hard if I'm feeling ill I can't do that yeah. Or, yeah, I'm thinking I was moving my body when I was lost in the dark. But I wasn't in control of it as such because yeah. I couldn't see. And I, yeah. I wasn't leading the way and I wasn't navigating. Yeah. So it's...
0: You couldn't orientate yourself to your no. surroundings because it was dark. And that's another fear thing of mine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I have a terrible fear. Like, confession, this might be too dark, overshare. But, like, that, that death is a kind of just being in space in a void... On my own, floating, and there's nothing beneath, around, below, and I can't touch anything, and it's wow. just that forever, which is like worst coffee. And I think that's what gets triggered when you start to feel, you know, that's, disoriented.
1: Yeah, I bet it is. That's not something I've ever thought no. about before. But thanks for dropping that into <laughs> my
0: subconscious. <laughs> yeah, you can you think about that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean, it's no accident that we're here now on a walk, even though we're both actually quite poorly or coming out the other side of poorliness and it's like we can't not it's like you can't we're not very good at sitting still I mean we can do it because we know we ought to but we'd probably prefer to be marching even though we shouldn't be yeah
1: and I haven't been able to so much in the previous few days so there is a, a need there's definitely a need in my body to not only move but to move in nature, and particularly where it's, what, like, half past eight in the morning, is it? Not even that, maybe.
0: It's too early for most sensible people, yeah, I think. but that's <laughs> the
1: beauty of it, because it's so still, and there's mm. nobody else around, and you can still hear the birds, and it's just... Yeah. It's just beautiful. And this view is gorgeous.
0: It is quite... Where, where are we? are on Bickerton Hill, are Did you describe this earlier on? So I can't remember.
1: No, at Bickerton Hill in yeah. Malpas in Cheshire, which yeah. is just... Yeah, there's some gorgeous views out across Cheshire here. It's kind of... He- Sorry? Um, no, I was just saying it's just gorgeous views across yeah. Cheshire.
0: Yeah. This is where I grew up, Cheshire. This is kind of where I'm from. But
1: it's like heathland,
0: isn't mm, it? Yeah. sandstone underneath. It's kind of sandy soil. And there's a lot of birch trees this. around, Silver sort of yeah, the
1: birch. Part of this is a sandstone trail as well.
0: Oh, so right. That would be why. Everything's on the turn as well, isn't it? Everything's just losing that verdancy if that's a word the greenness and it's going a bit
1: yeah it's beautiful because we've still got a little bit of dew of the early morning yeah uh, but it's a beautiful blue sky yeah and I just it's like farm. it's like quintessential British (laughs) um countryside isn't it
0: yeah and this massively plays into my satisfaction of like oh we've done the noble thing first early in the morning like "I've, I've done my walk and now it's like I can get on and all the other things because I've, like, I've stolen a march on the world I love yeah. that feeling
1: <laughs> But then do you have to be careful so this is something that I recognise that when we were talking about energy a couple of episodes ago mm. that I will do this and this is where I have most of my energy first thing in the morning mm. but I have to be really careful because I can use it all up doing this sort of thing I'll get up early and I'll come for a nice long walk and because I'm enjoying it what would have been a five kilometre walk I'll go you know what I'm going to do ten kilometres because I feel really good mm. And I do it all and then I get home and I go, oh, I've nothing. I've nothing left mm. to give. It's only 10 a.m. <laughs> mm. And I've spent my energy for the whole day and I've nothing. Yeah. So I struggle to regulate it from that point of view sometimes when I'm a bit giddy.
0: How about you? I or think you at that? that you're wise. You're very wise. That's true. I, I think this is, there's probably a a soreness in that because I still in my head think I'm 17 and can do what I did when I was 17, which is like get up, go to the gym and motor all the way through, but really, like, I'm I'm a middle-aged man with middle-aged energy, you know, and, yeah, you have to be a bit more economical with it and save stuff back, and I don't want to admit that no. quite yet, but my body does. It knows already,
1: Yeah, and, and you're it, right. And I think, well, because I have children that, oh, yeah. that show me that, so I don't have the luxury of just going home and sitting down and having a bit of a rest and rejuvenating the way that I probably would have done in my twenties. Mm. Like, well, that's fine. Cause I can do the other stuff. The mm. children still want feeding three times a day. Annoyingly. I
0: know. I do. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for reminding me of the enormous privilege in my life of not having children. <laughs> I can do that. You
1: can borrow mine sometimes. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love the children. But, uh,
1: should we do a bit more of a walk and yeah. tap back in again. Yeah, later? I that's enough.
0: Yeah, okay. I'm just in a squirrel, I know my dog would want to savage that insane. but <laughs> it He'd be off. He would. Right. Catch you later. Thanks for listening. Bye.
1: Bye.